KVV Las Vegas. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs, hosted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc., featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we're on Save the Lost at All Costs. And we're going to open up the phone lines right away, if you're local, to join in on our discussion today. If you have a praise report, a prayer request, or a general comment, we'd love to hear from you. That number to dial would be 702-650-5588. Again, if you're local, you'd like to join in. On our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. Please dial 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the long, excuse me, the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free long-distance number for you, and that would be 800-388-8883. Again, if you're calling outside the long Las Vegas area, we do have a free long-distance number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live over KKVV's website. Mom, you want to wave to them? Say hello and God bless. We just wave to you. Hello, everybody. And that address is www.kkvv.com. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, then you can go to our website at Save the Lost at All Costs, which is savethelostlv.org, and go to Radio Archives, select the date that you'd like to listen to, and remember, the gospel is always free on our watch. Again, that address again would be www.savethelostlv.org. If you have an Apple device, we are being archived for free over iTunes. So we encourage you to check us out on iTunes. Again, the gospel is free on our watch. If you have a cell phone, and most of us do, I really would encourage you to lock in this number. That number is 563 563- Nine 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 thirty one ninety four. You can listen to KKVV anytime you like, and you can also listen to Save the Lost at All Costs right now. Again, that phone number would be five six three nine 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 thirty one ninety four. And if you're watching us over the internet, then you see a person that's sitting in the center chair. Usually, I sit there, but I am on the right side of my mom. And this is my wonderful mother. And mother, would you like to introduce yourself to the radio audience? And mom, you're going to have to speak up into the mic, please. Good afternoon, Radio Land, and also those who are watching the streaming. I am Nina's mother. My name is Nan Thompson. And I'm glad to be here today. And I do wish... All of the mothers and grandmothers and stepmothers and surrogate mothers, whatever your stripes, happy Mother's Day. 
and may you really, really sincerely enjoy it. Thank you. Amen. And I wish the same for you as well. I want you to have a very happy, blessed Mother's Day. But every day is Mother's Day, right, Mom? Every day. The work doesn't stop. So we're going to get into our topic. But before that, I have a Greek word for you. Uh, I promised at the beginning of the year, every week, I would introduce you to a Greek word. Well, the Greek word I have for you today comes out of Strong's, and it's 3384. That would be the number. Again, Strong's 3384, and it's mater, which means mother. How about that, Mom? Yeah. And it's spelled remarkable. Uh, M E. T-E-R. Looks like meter. Yeah. Uh, again, M-E-T-E-R, and the word is meter, and it means mother. So Good. we're going to be talking about some mothers today, so I think it's great. I brought my mom along, so we are going to get into this. And our topic for today is encouragement for mothers. And... We get our motivation and encouragement from many sources. But God made sure that we definitely would come here What a source of encouragement. And that would be our mothers. Right, Mom? Right. Okay, so we're talking about encouragement for mothers. And you don't have to be a, a mother as far as in the sense that you give a natural birth. But if you have a mothering spirit, nurturing spirit, we need you and we encourage you. And that is so important because some people get dismissed, mother, because they haven't had the experience of bearing a child naturally. Right. And we should not dismiss uh, women who are not able to do that for whatever reason, but they are nurturers, and they encourage us. They have a testimony. Amen. They're serving. They're faithful. They're here, and they have insight, and they were someone's child, so it's important that we include them as well. Yes, we should. So, Mom, I'm going to ask you a couple of things. And then we're going to look at some scripture today. Can you tell me uh, the encouragement that your mother gave you? And you just celebrated 83 years of life last Saturday. Would that be correct? May the 5th. And yes. uh, your mother is no longer in the land of the living. Would that be correct? That is correct. So can you uh, share with us some encouragement that your mother gave you? So that we can encourage the listeners. And it's always a blessing to hear about my grandmother. I was able to know my grandmother. And uh, I loved her very much. And I still love her. Uh, nothing has changed. She's still my grandmother. She's just resting with the Lord at this time. So, Mother, if you speak into the mic and uh, well, just tell us a little bit. When it comes to my mother, Samantha Roan Cunningham. I don't even know where to begin. Your grandmother. My mother was truly, truly a special woman. In fact, we like to say my mother was a Renaissance woman. She was definitely ahead of her time. She just was 
She was the oldest of ten children. Her father and mother were farmers in Arkansas. But of course, my mother showed a very, very high ability for everything and a high intelligence level. So even my grandfather realized that she should be educated because she is something special. And so she went to school in Little Rock. She uh, taught there, uh, came back to the farm and taught the farm children. She went to Hampton Institute and graduated. My mother was just something special. We children, we got the benefit of that. And then all of the children in the family, as well as all of our friends, the neighbor's children, and schoolmates. Mother was the president of the PTA in elementary school, and then even in junior high school. My mother was just very, very special, as I said. She and my dad were married almost 50 years before we lost her. And she gave the best that she had to the world. Everybody loved her. They loved her counsel. She showed great love. She was a great Christian. Uh, her name is just, uh, it, it's, it's, it's one that is, that received great honor at her church and in Kansas City, Missouri. Mother was one of the founding members. And uh, I could go on and on, as you see, but Mother left a very big footprint, so big that it's hard to cover. That's just a little bit about my mother, Nina, your grandmother. Well, she served in the church, you mentioned. And what were some of her duties that she served in the fellowship, Mother? Well, she taught uh, Sunday school for quite a while. She also was one of the uh, main mothers of the church. She worked in several auxiliaries of the church wherever needed. Uh, she um, gave her best to the choir, and she was a confidant of the pastor himself, Reverend Daniel Arthur Holmes, who also was a uh, top black icon in Kansas City, Missouri, spiritually. So she she was everywhere, Nina. Mother also was a member of her her uh, Eastern Star Lodge. Uh, she was a politician also. She held office. She was everywhere. So, uh, but she was a devout Christian, and uh, everybody, even though she's gone, she left her mark, and, and they don't forget. People do not forget her teachings. And uh, one of the things that she did was, even though she had her own children, she mentored a lot to young women. Yes, she did. And especially women that people would be considered troubled. Am I correct in that? That is correct. So she never turned away a young woman uh, who was in need and would be considered troubled. No. She never turned anyone away 
not only young women, but also young men. And our door was always opened uh, to friends and, and fellow classmates and family, and the door was always open. In fact, when we were being raised during our era, you didn't have to lock the front door. It was amazing. The door was always open. <laughs> and I say that uh, in more ways than one because she always was there to help anybody and to feed anybody. Even the insurance man who used to go door to door to collect the premiums uh, a lot of times would be invited to sit down and have dinner with us. And believe you me, he never turned that offer down. So he would sit with us too. The door was always open, in other words. A great, great woman, a great spirit. So we're going to talk about a woman that probably a person like my grandmother would have counseled, and that would be uh, Mary Magdalene. Now, she was considered troubled. She was a person that uh, was known to have been possessed by demons. Uh, in addition to that, uh, I would have to say there were seven. And, uh, you know, it's referenced in the Bible. Uh, she was also known to be uh, a harlot in her younger life. And she uh, probably was talked about a lot, Mother. And um, even throughout centuries, she still talked about. But believe it or not, when Jesus was resurrected, she was the first preacher mm-hmm. of the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And went and told the other disciples that... Our Lord lives. Yes. He's been raised from the dead. Imagine that. To be possessed by demons. Mm -hmm. To be a reformed harlot. To be slandered. And to witness Jesus' crucifixion. And his resurrection. Yes. So that ought to let you know how powerful. Powerful. That's just powerful. Women are to the work. And how much they're loved by Jesus. Now this was a woman that wasn't married. Mm -hmm. And isn't known to have children. But look how much. She was used. Yes. And 99% of anything mother is showing up. That's right. And this was during a very, very difficult time. Where people who followed the way, which were people who were following Jesus, were being killed. They were being Sought out. They were being hunted down. They were being tortured. They were being burned alive. 
for sport, mother, because they wanted to follow the teachings of our Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yes. So here you have a woman without the protection of a husband, does not have a good reputation, had to sell her body, and we don't know why. Sometimes families own debts, mother, during that time, and debts had to be paid off. So people had to offer up what they could offer up to get it paid. So we don't know why she was considered a prostitute. Don't know the the backstory on that. Scripture doesn't divulge that. But what we do know is that Jesus loved her and cast out the demons out of her. And she was a faithful disciple. She was a chosen one. And and followed and followed him around. Mm-hmm. And during the most horrific times, she never left his sight. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't much women could do to defend Jesus. Uh during this time, they couldn't go before the council, mother, and argue as Paul was able to argue. They were no match for a Roman soldier. He would cut them down without even thinking about it. They weren't recognized to speak formally in what we would consider a church. So it was their prayers, mother, and their faithfulness. Right, their prayers. And they could offer up spices to prepare the body Mm -hmm. once it was handed over and to wash it. And you can imagine what they saw when they were washing these bodies and how many tears would flow, but they were faithful. They were there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times mothers are there for their children for their husbands, for their brothers, for their uncles, for their sisters, for their mothers, for their cousins, for their community, for their neighbors, for fellow workers, for those that do the work of the Lord without a mention of a name, let alone a thank you. So it's important on this day and every day That we recognize those, not because of their resume, good, bad, or indifferent, is because they have a heart for the Lord. Mothers of the world, I like to say. So wherever you find yourself, wherever you are in this world, Look what Jesus did for Mary Magdalene. That ought to encourage you. Now, she was near Jerusalem, the town that she came from, was near the Sea of Galilee. And, Mother, you and I, you know, went to that area. We sailed on the Sea of Galilee. So, um, she, she came from that region, close to that region. Yes. 
and she heard about him because he was doing a lot of ministry, you know, in that area. And can you imagine that she just wanted to get close enough so that she can hear his voice? And a lot of women and mothers are just trying to get close enough to hear his voice. But a lot of times we push them away, mother, because of decisions and indecisions that they made. Yes. But everyone is deserving of the Lord. Everyone. So you and I, we attend an event annually, and it's uh, to give honor to women in recovery. And Mother's Day is a difficult time for a lot of women in recovery because a lot of these women have lost their children. They have lost their husbands. They're isolated from their family because of a disease that has befalled them, that has taken over, that has zapped them of everything. And they come to a point where they're ready to receive some healing. And they're ready to go away from everything and everyone that they've known for the first time in a long time so that they can have clarity And begin the rebuilding process and the reclaiming process. So we honor them so that they won't be left to their own thoughts to where they could uh, possibly hurt themselves and try to take their own lives. So we want to honor them and let them know that we appreciate the contribution that they made, that they brought a seed forward and that we are here and we're standing with them in their sickness because we believe they're going to be well. And we got their back. Amen. So we've been doing that for, what, Mom, about seven years? Mm -hmm, A long time. And we're going to continue to do it. And that's part of the work that I do is to help those in recovery. And I I would assume that I might have met Mary Magdalene, Mom, or someone like her. Someone like her, at least. And uh, I am very blessed to come from a long line of women of faith, such as yourself, my grandmother, her mother before her, and her mother before her. Because you knew both of them. I knew my great-grandmother. I didn't know my great-great-grandmother. But you knew your great-grandmother. I knew I knew two of my two great-grandmothers on my maternal side and my paternal side. It was just really, really a blessing growing up having uh, those generations of family members. And they were all believers and women of faith. All believers, yes. And life wasn't very easy for them. Not at all. They worked very, very hard. Very hard. And they delivered children. And then sometimes we were told they would go right back into the fields with their husbands and start working again after giving birth. Their life was very, very hard. 
but they made a way for us today. And that is just a blessing. And we owe them a deep debt of gratitude always because they made a way for us today. They were the forerunners, and they were magnificent. They were powerful and smart and hardworking and God-fearing, and we thank them. So I want to encourage you, wherever you find yourself, in a season called now, that you endure as Mary Magdalene endured. And she tried Jesus, Mother. Yes, she did. And she didn't go back home. Mm -hmm. Not based on the research and the study that I've done. Mm -hmm. And the scriptures don't talk about that because she found her home in Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's right. And a lot of the uh, ancestors that my mother speaks of, that I knew some and she knew others. My mother's been here a little bit longer than me and she was able to uh, get to know her bloodline. Yes, very much. That was wonderful. And some of them she knew were former slaves. Yes. And even with all that, Persecution, oppression, trauma, violence, terror. It could not dissuade them from following Jesus. No. No. And that's what was passed down to me. And I owe a lot. To the, to the women in my family and made sure that I, I knew who Jesus was and that he was the source of my blessings and that whenever life seemed to be too hard there was a purpose in the adversity Even if I couldn't see it, he was not there to torment me. He was not there to hurt me. Not at all. And that is what we need to line up with is the purpose. And just stay the course. It's going to make sense. Yes. And I've dedicated my life to being a servant. And what do you think about that, Mom? Having a child that's a servant. Oh, I think it's just absolutely wonderful. I'm very proud of you. I tell you that often. I show you often how proud I am. And uh, you are just... uh, you, You are just being true to who you really are. 
This is the line that the bloodline that you come from. And uh, you were taught at a very early age who Jesus was and who God was. So you have known all of your life from the cradle and you will know that to the grave. And God, uh, when we do have adversity, it has been my experience that God is just refining, refining the spirit and the soul for his purposes. And we, a lot of them we don't understand. A lot of the adversity we will never understand. But God is doing it for a reason, and we have to be true to that, true to him, trust him, believe in him, as you do, Nina, as I do, and I know a lot of our listeners do. Because in the end, by and by, you will know why. Trust Jesus. So I've been being prepared for what I'm doing right now. I would have to say my preparation started, Mom, I would have to say about seven between seven and eight. And when I would spend time with my grandmother, we would go off together alone. And she would mentor me in the things of God. Yes. And speak to me and show me things. And there was a perfecting that was going on. Yes. And I was always allowed to be with the elders. Yes. And I was able to see things and witness things, processes that only have supernatural meaning. So, like I said, it began when I was about seven or eight years old. Yes. And I've always been very close in leadership. I'd always work for the head person or right there on his right. And great trust was given to me. Mm-hmm. And I've always been learning. I still learn. Yes, you do. I study all the time. Yes, you do. And uh, I just can't read enough, you know. Well. (laughs) I wake up reading, I go to bed reading, and they tell me, you know, you need to go to bed. And I'm like, well, you know, not right now. I'm just taking a nap, just resting my eyes. I got some studying to do. That's right. That's right. But you were taught to read at a very, very early age so that you could understand, comprehend, and know what you were reading and understand. So you've always, always loved it. You've had a library card ever since I can remember. And uh, you used to use the library all the time, too, and enjoy multitude of books. So you've always, you've been prepared, Nina. You have been prepared. And now you are who you are and what you're doing and the great service you're providing and all the lives you're touching. God willed it. And we're still being perfected. Yes, yes. It's a it's a, a continuous thing. 
So, Mother, I'm going to have you read some scripture. So, we're going to go to the book of Mark. And we are in chapter 16. And I want you to read verses 9, verses 10, and verses 11. And we're talking about Mary Magdalene. Did you see where I pointed it, Mommy? Okay, I'm going to read Mark chapter 16, verses 9, 10, and 11. And verses 9 reads, Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. Verse 10, She went and told those who had been with him, as they mourned and wept. Verse 11. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. Wow. She was still having people doubt. Yes. Even as she followed him. Yes. And they knew that she had followed him. Yes. But that didn't bother her. Not at all. Because she believed. She believed and she was convinced. See, so that's the whole thing. And that's the beautiful thing about a mother. She believes when no one else believes in her child. Yes. She believes in the promises that God has spoken to her. Yes. No matter her choices, no matter her decisions or indecisions. There's something special about a woman and her faith, Mother. Oh, yes. About a woman and her love for Jesus. There are many things that will come in your life and will disappoint you. No matter how hard you've worked. No matter how loyal you've been, no matter how faithful you've been, no matter how kind, thoughtful, conscientious, tenacious, passionate, there will be seasons. There will be highs and there will be lows. There will be victories. And there will be some that will be considered failures. It is so written. There are those who say they love you. And their profession of love will not match their demonstration of love. And there are always things to attack your self-esteem. Yes. And your confidence. The devil is real. And then there's an aging process. Where your body will start changing. And you won't have much control over it, will you, Mom? As it was meant to be. However, with all that, the faith Continues to grow. Yes. The relationship that you have with your Lord and Savior, there's nothing like it. It's indescribable. 
even before you can form a thought or articulate a word. He knows. One of a kind. And you feel the peace that surpasses all understanding come over you. All understanding. In the midst of chaos. Yes. You will rise with the power of the kingdom behind you. Yes. You will advocate in the midst of peril because you know the Lord is with you. Yes. And however it ends, the victory is already yours because you know you're going to be with the Lord. Already done. And that's a beautiful place to be. Yes. So don't be discouraged by your assignments. It's just a perfection. That's all it is. Perfection. It's just perfecting. And if God is controlling the heat, then it's a necessary heat. Yes. Because there's a burn-off that needs to occur. And that that's left is what's supposed to be left. Because we want to be as Christ was and still is. We want to have that image. And so it takes a lot of adversity to manifest the purpose so you'll know it sometimes it comes late in life sometimes it comes early in life but I'm confident that this is what I'm supposed to be doing and this is where I'm supposed to be And I have a real hunger and a heart for the Lord and the things of the Lord. And mothers are special. And those who mother are special. Because there's more to us than just the physical. And that that's going to endure forever is our spirit. Because God is a spirit. So we must have that spirit that perseveres, Mother. And I would look yes. at you, Mom, and things would happen in our family. And I'm like, how does she go to sleep? How does she get up and go to work? And she's going to cook dinner and we have plans and we're going to do this. And it didn't matter what happened. And it may be something that people will consider a five alarm fire, not a three alarm fire. But mom, you were always steady. I had to steady the course. If I, if I could describe a word for you, I would call you steady. Yes. No matter what was going on. It could be literally an earthquake. Things falling all around you. Oh, yes. And you were steady. Oh, yes. And just an excellent communicator. No matter what. 
My mother had a command of what was happening. And would stand her ground. Oh, yeah. Not to the point where she wouldn't reason. But when she had the confirmation and she was sure, that was it. She wasn't going to be moved. That's right. It's necessary. That's right. But when God is your... When God is your inspiration and gives you the strength and gives you the courage and gives you the mission, or another way of saying it, gives you the assignment, Mm -hmm. then there's no turning back because he's right with you and you know it. So you're able to meet all of that, the confusion, the chaos, the adversity, the problems, Whatever comes, he's always there, and you know it. Well, Mother, we're going to continue after you just read verse 11, and I want us to continue down because we need to further have a discussion about this. So I want you to pick up in verse 12, and then you're going to go down to that would be verse 18 so again we're in Mark 16 and my mom's going to pick up at verse 12 and we're in the New King James Version so mother you're going to take verses 12 down to 16 and it looks like we have the red letter edition so it'll be Jesus speaking and that would be in verses 15 through 18 correct Yes. Okay, so you want to pick up at verse 12, please. Okay, verse 12, Mark 16, chapter 16, and verse 12 says, After that he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. Verse 13, And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Verse 14, Later he appeared to the eleven as he sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Verse 15, And he said to them, This is Jesus speaking. It is written in red, so it's Jesus speaking. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. To every creature, verse 16, he who believes that is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned, verse 17, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues, verse 18, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will be by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Wow. Powerful. Can you imagine? Mary Magdalene, mother. Yes. She was the first. Yes. Yes. Stood her ground Mm -hmm. that she saw who she saw 
And he was who he said he was. Yes. Did not question the prophecy. No. Carried the message. And then you have others who didn't believe. And then you have Jesus sitting down with them. Yes. Now he's just finished the work. Mm -hmm. Took on all our sins. Mm -hmm. His crucifixion represented the propitiation, the full payment of sin. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the whole world that will ever, ever be in the whole world. Yes. She was the tip of the spear, mother. For all mankind. To announce the good news. And then he gives them. Their instructions. As to what they're supposed to do. Now. My study Bible. Has that. In. Mark sixteen fifteen, Jesus told the disciples to go into all the world, telling everyone that he had paid the penalty for sin and that those who believed in him can be forgiven and live eternally with God. Christians today in all parts of the world are telling this gospel to people who haven't heard about Christ. The driving power that carries missionaries around the world and sets Christ's church in motion is the faith that comes from the resurrection. Do you ever feel as though you don't have the skill or determination to be a witness for Christ? You must personally realize that Jesus rose from the dead and lives for you today. As you grow in your relationship with Christ, he will give you both the opportunities and the inner strength to tell his message. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you just think about that and you think back to Mary Magdalene. Yes. Yes. She had it, Ma. She had it in spades. Because of her faith. Mm -hmm. And then it says in 1616, it is not the water of baptism that saves, but God's grace accepted through faith in Christ because of Jesus' response to the thief on the cross who died with him. We know it is possible to be saved without being baptized. We find this in Luke twenty three forty three. Baptism alone without faith does not guarantee a person will go to heaven. Those who refuse to accept Jesus as their Savior will be condemned regardless of whether or not they have been baptized. Mm -hmm. And then finally, uh, 1618, uh, this is the commentary for this. There are times when God intervenes miraculously to protect his followers. Occasionally he gave them special powers, Paul handling a snake safely. We find that in Acts 28.5 and the disciples healing the six, sick. We can find that in Matthew 10.1, Acts 3.7 and 8. This does not mean, however, that we should test God by putting ourselves in dangerous situations or try to tempt the laws of nature. No one should build a religion on a portion of scripture. God calls us to live as new citizens in the eternal kingdom and to witness by word and service to God's love and power. Our witness should center on Jesus, not on superhero type of stunts. And see, they were the apostles. Yes. And they had witnessed 
either his death, burial, or resurrection, and he personally chose them. So they had that assignment to be able to do that. And if God wants you to do something, you will be instructed to do it. Yes. Because God does not guide where he does not provide. But we have a responsibility to carry the message. Yes. And that's what mothers and those who have a mother in spirit should remember today. We're not mothers in and of ourselves. It was preordained for us to be mothers, mother. Yes. It was preordained for me to have the instructors that I had. Because I didn't choose myself. God chose me. Right. And he has made sure that I'm constantly being instructed. Because it's him who determines what I do. Yes. I can't do anything in and of myself. No, you cannot. And there were times that truly, had it not been for God on my side, I don't know where I would be. Yes. Because there's only so much anybody can do. But there's nothing too hard or impossible with God. For God. Yeah, Man has his limits. Yes. But there's no limit with God. No, no limit, Nina. Faith, Mother, that's what separated Mary Magdalene from anybody. That's what made her stand out. She persevered, Mother. She knew that being with him, hearing his word, following his word, that's what transformed her life. That's what literally brought her back from the dead. Because there are people who want to kill your reputation. There are people who want to keep you in bondage. Her faith broke every chain, Mother. Yes, it broke it every chain. Yeah. There there was nothing to hold her back. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I'm grateful to my bloodline. I'm grateful to the women in my family whose shoulders I stand on. And the men as well. But they encouraged me that I saw myself. Because I saw them carrying the message, Mother. Yes, you did, Dina. Serving the Lord in whatever capacity that he put them in. And they served in excellence. And and I didn't even think they slept. Because <laughs> I, I, I would try to hang with them, but, you know, I would pass out. And they were up before I was up. And yeah. they were still up after I went to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my grandmother, I don't know, Mom. I don't know. I don't think she slept. Yeah, 
She didn't sleep that much. She slept. Didn't seem that way, but she did. Yeah. And she just had a real heart for people. Yes, she did, always. She gave them comfort to the measure that she was given. And her comfort cup was endless. Yes. And she constantly comforted. I hope we've encouraged you today. I'm blessed to have my mother with me, Mother Nan Thompson. Mother, if I didn't tell you today, I love you. And you know I love you more than anything. And I'm very grateful to you for your example, for your teaching, for your transparency, your testimony. And to just keep growing in faith and letting me see that in every area of your life. And um, I wanted to share with my listeners uh, what I experience every day with you. Yes. And God must really love me, Mother, to give me you. And he loved me to give you me. All right. We love you and save the lost at all costs. God bless you and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what. Right on.